0: Friday, baby, better than yesterday. Let's get it. We're brought to you today by Super 73. If you know me, you know I'm always on my Super 73. Super 73 is an American lifestyle adventure brand based in Orange County, California, that develops products to help fuse motorcycle heritage with youth culture. They are the original in the electric motorbike. Founded in 2016, Super 73 has quickly grown into one of the most recognizable electric vehicle brands in the world with a passionate customer base including A-list celebrities, professional athletes, and many more, including yours truly. Head to the link in the bio to go and get a discount on your first Super 73. I love my bike. I just bought Laura one. She loves her new bike. And I just love sharing the community and the passion behind the brand with others. Go check them out and let me know what you think when you get your first bike. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money, all in one place, for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast, to Spotify, and everywhere else. Podcasts are heard with Spotify for podcasters. You can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like I've had unlimited options to create and to be more creative as an individual and as an actor. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com podcasters to get started. Welcome to Tank Top Friday. Join us each week as we dive deep into topics like goal setting, self-improvement, and personal growth. I'm Clint Stroman, and on the show today, Scott Nelson, a registered dietitian and accomplished athlete. He's here to share his expertise on nutrition and how it plays a vital role in achieving peak performance. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or simply someone looking to improve their overall health and well-being, this episode is for you. Scott, welcome, dude. I'm glad you're here all the way from Michigan. We're we're doing it remote, but uh, this episode is one that I've been looking forward to ever since I told you about the podcast, and I'm glad you're here. Thanks, brother. I miss you, brother. Yeah, I miss you too, man. It's been uh, a little bit too long, I feel like, for... In between uh visits and shit like that.
1: Well yeah, we were supposed to see you, but then the hurricane came.
0: Yeah. Gotta love that. If I lived here in Hickory, um, then we wouldn't have had to worry about a hurricane. Yeah.
1: That
0: would have been that, that would have been be, sick. So be I... <laughs> um you're you're dealing with a you're dealing with a newborn right now. Um and you're kinda in the same boat, you're just like what, what was it, three days behind me or three days ahead of me? I don't know. I have no concept of time. yeah, concept. The time is weird. Uh I've never had a a thought process where time would end up feeling like it does now with with Finley. It's it's like it's crazy. It's like we go yeah, it's like we go through something throughout the day and we don't even do anything in, insane <laughs> or or something that it should take up your your brain space
1: and then before you know it it's 8pm and I'm like where where?" or you dedicate so much time and effort to occupy your kids attention and then you're like oh man it's got to be like lunchtime, and then it's only like 6.30am you've only occupied your kid for 30 minutes yeah yeah I think that's why um, I'm finding that different uh,
0: like version of exhaustion where you're just like why am I tired I haven't done much today But you have because you've been, even if it, whether it be a newborn or a toddler or both for you,
1: (laughs) I can only imagine Yeah, the mental fatigue is worse than the physical. And then you're just like, wait, I don't feel like doing anything. Like, yeah, I'd never
0: want to leave. Motivation is motivation is low lately for me as far as fitness things. There's always, I feel like there's always an excuse not to do something. So I'm having to like find this different new version of motivation where it's like, and I don't think people talk about this like hardly ever. And I know that it's kind of a thing for you too. It's like, you gotta be, um, you gotta be okay with a day where you didn't
1: work out at all because it happens. And for, yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about myself but with body dysmorphic disorder, it's even worse. So if I, I'm i getting better, but if I don't work out, even if it's like a walk on like a day where I'm not exercising and people are gonna look at me and be like, dude, you're not even jacked. What are you talking about? Uh, relax, there's levels of fitness, okay? Um, but yeah, it it's tough when you, and if you string together a few days of not exercising, it, yeah. A lot of people mentally it just messes with you. And uh, yeah, I mean, even knowing the research, like in this book here, it'll tell you like you'll lose your cardiovascular gains in like one to two weeks and then your strength gains in like one to two weeks. So like technically, you could enjoy a week's vacation and get back to it. Um, but that whole week, you're just feeling like you're shrinking and every gain you've made, you've lost. So yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I have times where
0: I hit it hard, like consistency, everything is exactly what I preach and what I'm, I am i want to be all about all the time. And then for some reason, this, this funk hits and it might be, and it's mental and it's physical and it's just like, I don't want to, it's almost like I have to retrain my brain to be like, get back in the gym. It's so weird, and I'm I'm not sure if others go through it, um, and and I feel like some people don't go through it because they have these non-negotiables and all that, um, but it, it's just something that has been that way since getting, since getting out of the Marine Corps for me. It's weird. It's almost like I hit this slump and I go, how am I? How do I get back into it? You know? sure?
1: But I mean, I think a lot of people just don't exercise, so. Your leaps and bounds ahead of most people. Um, well, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't want to talk smack about any set of friend group. Um, but I mean, I, I feel like it's half active, half not. So like, just think about how hard it is for those people that have never exercised to get into it. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, no, you say it's weird or whatever. I think people just won't admit it. But anyone that exercises, I think they all experience that and I've switched. I've been always trying to find like, what can I do for the rest of my life? Like a lot of people just go hard, um, for, I don't know, X amount of weeks and then they fall off cause it wasn't sustainable. So there was this time where I would do like, I would set it straight up Monday, Tuesday, take Wednesday off Thursday, Friday take the weekend off but then things get in the way and then you don't get that and then that messes with my brain because I don't get to work out on the exact regimen so then I switch to like every other day um and that seems to be working better
0: well what's one thing that like drives you when, when it comes to those times where you go where where you are in that type of a slump like what are, what's something that
1: drives you as an individual? So like having a you know. mental health disorder called body dysmorphic disorder. Uh, so I have a unhealthy. I'm healthy. It's tough to explain to people. Um, I'm healthy and I can help people be very healthy and lead and get results. But for me, it's difficult. So like those people are like, why aren't you jacked already? And it's like, well, I've gone through periods in my life where like, my perception is I'm fat. So then it's like, Oh shoot, I got to cut calories. So I'm not building any muscle then. And then I go throughout my life. I've had this. And, uh, so I've always, I've been my own worst enemy where I can't, I would just love to, if I didn't have body dysmorphic disorder and I was able to just set myself on one pack, um, the results I would have been able to. So now I'm more healthy in my mindset. Um, and if I start to increase calories slightly, obviously everything's estimation. So I'm going to, most people when they put on size, they're gonna put on a little bit of body fat. But for me, it's like, as soon as I see that tiny little bit of body fat, I'm like, stop, we gotta cut calories and get rid of that. So then I never get to achieve my result. So sorry, that's a long winded answer. To answer your question, how do I stay on track? It's cause I have uh, this mental struggle that I'm getting better at, but, um I mean, I don't know,
0: and I can't speak, I can't speak on that, like, that disorder at all, but I feel like uh, definitely, um, parts of it affect me as well, because I'm constantly having this mental battle. And when I said that thing about the slump, I'm currently in one of those right now, and like literally mentally trying to get out of it. Like I'm talking it's like a a, a mental, fight within myself to even pick up a fucking dumbbell it and i don't know where it comes from there's literally no excuse either like no excuse and i know that like deep down i have the motivation i know that deep down i have that ingrained in me but i go I know that I want to go to the gym right now or I know that I want to go down into the basement and work out and, and do a Peloton workout or whatever it might be. I have everything, at, you know, at my disposal, yet I don't want to get off the fucking couch or I don't want to, um, I just don't want to do it. I like I don't have that desire. And it is so weird because it just clicks. It's like it like clicks off. But
1: day. is it different now? Because do you experience what I do where it's like, all my kids are awake. My wife's awake, obviously. <laughs> uh, and I just don't want to leave them. I feel guilty going to the gym for an hour, hour and a half um, and missing out because I do that and then it gets to be 8 p.m. And it's like, well, I missed my chance to work out. And then it goes, well, you could go work out in the basement, but then I'm like, any noise I make in the basement, I'm afraid I'm waking up my kid. Um, Same. So yeah. that yeah. definitely happens. And then. Do you also fall into the thing where like, yeah, you say you want to go into the basement. I know if I go in the basement, uh, I'm not going to work out as hard or as well as if I went to the actual gym. So then I think I'll just go to the gym tomorrow. Do you ever do that? Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, and for some reason lately we, we don't have a schedule and I'm, we have, we need to come up with an actual schedule for our life with I mean, it's not, it's not realistic. I I know that with our baby's two months old, it's like, he's not really on a schedule schedule, but Laura and I do have a decent thing where like, there's literally no excuse for me to get up and be at the gym at 5am. Like there's no excuse except for wanting to sleep in and being lazy or, or, or I'm comfortable in bed and I don't want to get up and I'm being, and, and people will listen to this and go, well, you're just being like, You're being weak, like get up, get up, get your feet on the ground and do it. And like, it's so it's, it almost sounds like, oh, hey, what am I listening to right now in this episode? This is actually not motivating me at all. (laughs) But, but it's like, but it's just part of, it's like, it's part of, it's part of the, the, the process for me. I don't know why, but I was just talking to Laura about it yesterday and I'm like, I want to get back to a point where, um, it is mentally for me, a non-negotiable to be at the gym every single day at the same exact time every day. And I know that if I do that again and get back to that consistency level of it, that it will happen. However, I need to be, um, okay with the fact and be gentle with myself when it comes to, to the idea of like, look, dude. You have a newborn baby. There's a lot going on inside your head and, and, you know, physically as well throughout the day that you're having to do more of that is weird stuff. But, you know, why is my back hurt? Because I probably carried Finley around for like three hours yesterday. You know, it's just different stuff. So I, I think that I'm learning to be more gentle with myself when it comes to, you know, oh, you didn't go to the gym today or you didn't work out at all today, you know, That's okay. It's absolutely okay, brother. So hopefully, hopefully moving forward though, I want to find, there's one thing that does motivate me more than anything. And it's like, I don't want to be a lazy piece of shit for Finley. I don't want him to go, who, who is my, who is this
1: guy? Like, why is he, why is he so lazy? And That's exactly it. I just want to be a, uh, a fit and healthy dad. Right. And I mean, trust me, you see this.
0: And this is one thing that, you know, I um I knew that we would end up, you know, hitting on. And you see all these you see all these dads, but they're also bodybuilders or dudes that like their whole life is working out because that's what they do on Instagram and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, well, if that guy can achieve it, I can for sure. Yeah. right? You know, why can't what's my excuse or. Or people that have the time throughout their day, even at work, that can still work out at work or during their work day. Like for me, back in my instructor days in the Marine Corps, if I wasn't teaching a class, guess what? I'm going to hit a t- uh, my second workout of the day because, you know, it was just available to me, you know. Um, and now it's like, you know, you might think, and this is something that I think of often. Well, what's my excuse now? I'm not even I'm not even working right now. It's summertime for me, you know, for my master's degree. I don't have that much going on except for having a baby. That's a job, brother. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's like, it's like, what's my excuse? You know what I'm saying?
1: No, I get it. And then, oh, one last thing is the thing I struggle with is, uh, so like that time when you're like, oh, I have time to go do like a 30-minute basement workout. And then I have like this all or nothing mindset where it's like, I know I'm not going to get as good of a workout as I would have if I did the full hour at the gym. Uh, But obviously something is better than nothing. So I should just do it. Um, I don't know. Do you ever encounter that where you're like, "Ah, it's just not going to be as optimal. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Which is silly, which is so silly. Yeah. But then you
0: have to think, well, at least I am self-aware of what's going on i am
1: too self aware yeah sometimes Bad. that's why i go to yeah. that's why i go to therapy <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean but as a as a, you know in the in the line of work that you're in and what you do there's you're you i guess that is that comes with it being almost too self aware
1: because of- and that's the other thing i've always thought like if i don't have a ripped six pack which i don't right now Um, in the times in my life when I did, I couldn't even see that I had it because of what we talked about already. Uh, I don't, I don't want to bore everyone by saying body dysmorphic disorder 50,000 times, but, uh, even when I got super lean, um, I didn't see it. I still thought I was fat. So, um, that's just another thing where even if you get a result, an end result, it might not even be the answer. Now I'm sounding so
0: but that doesn't come from that doesn't come from just that though right i mean like do you does that kind of does that stem also from from like you just oh shoot
1: you have a sorry i remember where, where i was going with that sorry i didn't mean to cut you off my point was is as a dietitian i thought people won't trust me unless i'm jacked and shredded um but when you look around like look at every profession there's a lot of dietitians that don't fit your stereotypical jacked and fit. And you got you go to your doctor, you could see that doctor on his smoke break as you leave the office. Like no one is always gonna be a perfect example. And then um and then just last thing, like bodybuilders. At that stage, those last two weeks, like the good ones like Chris Bumstead, what's up, Chris? How's it going, champ? Uh he'll even say, like, it's not this is not Like healthy, like at the tail end, I mean, you just, they look amazing, but Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not a sustainable stage of life that, that cutting, um, to that level. Um, sure. There's some freaks out there that stay super lean year round, but I mean, look around now I'm just going on a rant, but like, look around, like, look at these, like Zach Efron, I was just watching, like, uh, he was like, I never want to be as fit as I was for Baywatch, Cause like he was worried about water intake. He was blunderizing his chicken cause he couldn't chew it. Didn't want to chew it anymore. Like he's like, it was not, he was, he was so shredded. He was so dried out. The guy was jacked. And, uh, uh, yeah. and then you look at him, I mean, he's still in great shape when he's between movies. And then like, yeah, you just look at all these Channing Tatum. He doesn't look like magic Mike year round. Uh, but that's hard for me to see because in my mind I'm like oh well maybe they just want to enjoy a little bit more food not exercise as much I'm like but I should be able to uh get that body tight and it's just it's not realistic they, yeah yeah if they can do it if if if
0: if an actor can do it and get like right now um Hugh Jackman is you know he's posting a bunch of stuff nonstop about you know becoming Wolverine again and he's like how how he's over 60 years old you know and and it's like well if he can do it why the hell what's my excuse but but you gotta like then you have to like stop and think and go they have a dietitian, they have a chef they have a personal trainer they probably have three personal trainers they have all this all this stuff at their disposal that they're that they're able to use and they have no option either because if they don't get into that shape then then you know they're not going to be, uh, you know, looking how they should look for for X, Y, or Z movie. My thing with zach Efron is too though. Um, I know that he had like a really big issue with drinking, mm-hmm. and he doesn't drink at all anymore. He just completely sober and and all that stuff. Because I follow that. um Did you ever watch the show um,
1: on Netflix, Down to Earth? I'm gonna say I saw every single episode just in case uh by a miracle zach listens to this but uh but i only watched one episode yeah i thought it was pretty good i liked it i didn't think it was bad i just got other things going on in my life yeah 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 yeah
0: a couple more (laughs) i'm a big i like i like stuff that involves uh dudes
1: that you know good dudes that uh i want to oh sorry i just wanted to say i want to hang out with zach why is he not here? Why is he What's not it? here right now? Yeah, he should be on the I podcast. I think I think we would all get along very well. We are all we yeah. are all very important people in the public eye. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> I have I have a uh, prediction. Sorry. The number of viewers is going to get to 6 million. I was going to say 60. 69 million. Let's go with 6.9 if it gets to that,
0: then, um, we can, you can quit your, you can quit being a dietitian. I
1: kind of already have, but we can talk about that later. Okay. All right. Um, well, so, so you've kind
0: of, you kind of talked to me about some things that involve resistance in your life up to this point. Um, and uh, some of the stuff is, is very similar to, to me in ways. Um, but when it comes to like, your mental fitness and when it comes to mentally really, really figuring out what's going on. Um, I know that, I know that there is that you're, you're in, you're doing therapy too. And, and, um, and I've just started back on a constant therapy thing myself. Um, do you, do you think, and do you find that when you stick with therapy that it is helpful in many ways for you in your life?
1: Oh Yeah. Uh, and Shay will say the same. Um, so for the longest time, I thought the way I felt was normal. Uh, and those feelings are your stereotypical symptoms of like anxiety. Um, I thought that's how everybody felt. And then I remember, uh, one of the first therapists I saw, that's the other hard thing, finding the right therapist. Um, I mean, everyone that I've had has been good and taught me something, but, um, Right now, the one I have, uh, it's just, it it's a lot better, I think. But either way, one of the first um, therapists, and I'm getting off on a rant where I'm forgetting what I'm talking about because I love talking about mental health because I think a lot of people, I know a lot more people talk about it now, but a lot of people just um, that should go to therapy don't, but you can't tell them that because then you look, you look like an a-hole. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think, honestly, every single person could benefit from therapy. But um, therapy is great. But, yeah, the times where I'm like, oh, I'm good, and I go off of it, uh, I start getting um, a lot of the symptoms that I'm trying to avoid come back. But, oh, the anxiety. So the first time I did a meditation, like, I actually, like, looked into how to do it correctly. I remember that the feelings of anxiety went away. Uh, I was like, holy smokes, this is how people live their life? Like, without the constant, like, tightness in the chest um, and just, like, constant fight-or-flight mode, um, I'm like, this is wild. Meditation is sweet. And then, like, 10 minutes later, the feeling's back. Um, And there's just not enough time in the day to meditate 6,000 times. Right. But, I mean, I know people will be like, well, you're not doing it right. Well, relax. Stop yelling. Go meditate, dude. Uh, Yeah. um, But, yeah, like, it'll take it away, but it's just, like for a moment but um yeah therapy is awesome I love it I don't want to be that jerk that tells everyone to go do it all the time but like man when people are talking and they're saying things and I'm just like, if you went to therapy it'd probably help out a lot I um
0: you're i I ask you that because you're one of my friends that you're one of my only friends that also you know has talked to me openly about going to therapy there's a there's a couple but like I, I, I'm sure that it's just something that I don't feel is still at this point in the world that we live in, something that most people can talk about and, and be like, yeah, I go to therapy uh, and this is why I go to therapy. And, and then without even, without saying a single word about maybe you would benefit from it too. And all that type of BS, hopefully just saying, this is why I go. And it helps me with this might make another friend or someone that, you know, go, oh, Maybe a little light bulb goes on in their head and maybe, you know, if, if it's, if they're able to go and able to do it and that could include anything at the lowest level. Like you just said, meditation, like I know that for, for a fact, when I, I I took this class at UNCW on purpose, it was called creating happiness. (laughs) I said, dang, this class sounds pretty cool. So that semester I took creating happiness and yoga tell, I tell you what. I was zenned out (laughs) because I was being forced to do it almost like work, almost like having a personal trainer or a dietitian or whatever you're being, you're, you're being held accountable for, even if it was only during the time period when I was in the class. Also, that was the, um, the time period where I got my DWI. So that was very combative for me because I never expected something like that to happen in my life. So it was like, Oh, I'm trying to create happiness literally, you know, and do all this stuff to benefit myself in ways that I haven't really focused on in the, in the past. And then
1: bam, like, okay, cool, So hold dude. up. Did, did those classes make you live too freely and cause that? You should, I, don't know. I mean, I don't want to make a joke about, obviously we would both agree. Yeah, we should know. both agree. We would never, you shouldn't drive while intoxicated, but did the school cause it? Maybe you could sue them. Yeah, that's, right. that's 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 <laughs> the only way people make money in America nowadays, right? That's the only way. <laughs> but no, think about that. Sorry, but wait, man. hold on. That, that's did were you that happy and carefree that it, it like uh, inhibited your your choice that day or no? no okay, no. I take Absolutely. back what I said.
0: No, yeah, I um I take full responsibility for that. Um, but during that, I say all that to say that during that class, I felt amazing, like mentally for the most part, because I was meditating like crazy. I was focusing on that, just like focusing on, you know, working out and eating clean and eating good and, and you know, being healthy and all that type of stuff. Same thing, but just, I saw firsthand finally meant how mentally that can affect someone. And then do I... Okay, so I keep a, I keep a, um, a gratefulness journal, but right now I probably haven't filled out that journal for at least a week. And I wanted, I want to do it every day, but it's just not, sometimes I just forget because guess what? It's not something that I'm focusing on and I, but when I go, even on a day where I'm feeling super negative or something like that is, is consuming me mentally if I take a second, sit down, even if it literally is one minute and write down three things to just literally forcing myself to write down three things that I'm grateful for, it does help my attitude and helps me shift a little bit. And then without having time to meditate throughout the day, let's say, let's say that you, you know, you, you, you said earlier, there's plenty of, plenty of things throughout our day, especially now, you know, I'm a new dad, you're a a new, new dad with your toddler and a baby and another newborn. Now, um, I will say that one thing that I like to practice and I would encourage others to do is when you lay down at night, turn your phone off or make sure your phone is on your bedside table on silent and just do some breath work and breathing exercises before you fall asleep. And nine times out of 10, you're going to fall asleep amazing. And you're going to wake up feeling at least a little bit better.
1: what's his face wasn't the Huberman saying take a big deep breath and then when you think you can't anymore just hit it again you do that two three times the studies show it just puts you into a state of relaxation or I forget what he said
0: I forget what that is called Uh, some type some type of it almost sounds like when you describe it like make yourself hyper yeah it's lit (laughs) uh but It, it, something like that, or what I like to do is just, just your classic deep breath in through the nose, four seconds, hold for four seconds out through the mouth, even though people are like, well, you should just be doing nose breathing, nose breathing, nose breathing. But then you can do, you can do that with a version where you just breathe out through your nose if you want. But, um, that helps me to like chill out and calm down a little bit if I'm feeling, feeling anxious from the day or, or, you know, whatever. Sometimes I just do it randomly throughout my day and just take a deep breath. Cause how often like we forget to breathe.
1: Oh sometimes. yeah. We always tell when our kids getting worked up, deep cleansing breath and he'll just stop and go. And it's like, it, 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 it yeah. I mean, we're neither of us are breathing professionals, but, uh, there's so many different breathing techniques. I know, one of them was like a square method. You just like envision like breathing and then it drops and then you breathe again and then it drops. Uh, but then, yeah, so I get obsessive cause I'm just like constantly, was that last breath two seconds they told me I have to do two seconds, then drop for a second, then two seconds. Yeah. Uh, oh, and sorry, I don't want to be rude, but I was looking at my journal and, uh, the last entry I have is uh, January, January, March 22nd, days before my baby. Okay, so I'm not the only No, one. you're not the only one. I got to get back on that. That makes
0: me feel, that actually makes me feel really good because I always, th- so so a journal, it, no matter what it is, let's say it's a th- three things you're grateful for, and then you might add on an extra paragraph here and there, but I don't because I'm lazy when I'm filling it out usually, and- a uh, journal is supposed to help you feel better but then i go back and go oh sick i haven't done anything in this journal since and then i feel like complete yep. shit i'm like i just uh, negative self talk negative this negative that and and i just get down on myself and then and then uh, i'm like okay what's what's the point of this
1: journal now <laughs> seriously well yeah i think i mean same thing with people with exercising they'll be like They'll be good for, I don't know, X amount of weeks, and they're like, I'm not jacked and shredded. This is dumb. Why am I doing it? And nobody thinks about, like, oh, I'm improving my heart. I am setting myself up better later in life with uh, strong tendons and joints so that I don't fall and get hurt. Everyone's just thinking about the cosmetic effects of working out. Sorry. That's off topic. There's a – um,
0: well, no, there's a there's a dude that – um there's a dude that, uh, is going to be on the podcast here in a couple episodes. His name is Ted Stern and he runs a, a company, um, called fit responder. And his, his main goal is to, is to help first responders for the most part or anybody that comes across this program to, you know, to, you know, to, to give them personal training, you know, diet, exercise, everything involving a personal training regimen, um, but a lot of the stuff that he also posts and is big about is do you, the things that you just said like it's not about how you look necessarily it's about what you're capable of of doing throughout your life still like do you want to be the dad that can't play with his kids because he's so fucking out of shape or do you want to be the dad that is um or, or do you just want to be the individual that is unable to help save somebody if they if they fall down you know or something simple um and and it's like it's just like no no, we don't want do you want to be able to do you want to be able to hurt every every morning when or you know it's like um just the stuff that the stuff that we don't think
1: about top of mind when it comes to being fit yeah and even simple things like the late onset muscle soreness like uh like Back in the day when you do like a grueling like leg workout, like all legs, uh, X amount of sets. And it's like, dude, I can't even chase my kid down the sidewalk now. It's miserable. But uh, you can look at someone that is on like that set bodybuilding program and you're like, man, they look really good. But then it's like, and not to talk junk about bodybuilders, but a lot of them work mobility and all this and that. But like a lot of them, how mobile are they? Are they able to do? Are they more prone to injury if they were to do like an athletic event? I don't know. There's just so many aspects to it. There really is. Like I'm, I'm, I haven't ran in a
0: while. Like I'm talking run, run. I just don't. Yeah, it's running, miserable. Dude. Um, but I'm kind of going in cold on purpose. I want to test myself this Saturday for this five k and just See Just on. blitz it, dude. Go as fast as you can. I am. That's I'm lit. And my goal is to just finish under thirty minutes. Oh, so you, like you easily be able to do that. I know, I know, but that's that's my goal. So twenty seven minutes. At least set your. I said twenty. At least set your. I te, I said, <laughs> I said twenty seven to.
1: I said twenty six to Leo, and he said, "Dude, uh, what are you serious? Why is Leo not amping you up, dude?" You t- wait 26 i'm not good at mental math what is that eight and a half minutes what is it 8 16 24 so yeah it's just like sub nine you could easily do that on average my
0: i would say even nowadays if i just go out on a run like cold haven't ran at all i could still run it eight yeah. and a half half yeah. mile easy. easy
1: and i mean and you're only going for three point whatever,
0: you could do it. This is also somewhere where I've never been and it's uh near an area that's at the you know, it's in it's at the foothills of you know, the Blue Ridge Parkway. So there could be some hills okay. or shit. Well. So if I'm if there is hills then I might end up doing thirty No, minutes. you'll you'll be good. But it might be a flat track. Who knows? I don't know. It's it's still gonna be fun. I just wanted to do it and sign up for it. It's right down the road from where Laura's parents live. Um, as you head up the mountain here to Boone, but uh, watch it just be nothing. But like it's actually an ultra. Yes, 150, 150 miles. Dude, I met this kid. Um, so I'm working at the outdoors store, and this kid comes in and he's wearing silkies. And for those of you that don't know what silkies are, they're they're the super short shorts that. Um, at one point, the Marine Corps wore for PT every single they, day, every morning. Do they not anymore? They wear a modified version that isn't as, um, like, I guess you could say skimpy. Why did um, they stop? I don't know. Uh, uh, that Now it's just normal, like, your Under Armour or Nike shorts that are, like, running shorts. Those are what you get issued Whoa. now.
1: I don't like this. Yeah. You, you, need, you need to pay someone, like an intern, to be looking up stuff while we're... Who are talking you could hey todd yeah, todd, todd. <laughs> at least just say it so then the viewer so we can get to our millions that way people think that i'm people have you know i have an yeah assistant. and then uh you got mark to do fact checking like on an armchair yeah, yeah, yeah yeah check it <laughs> check it now mark doesn't have his headphones on He's not listening. (laughs) He's not even here.
0: It's not even here.
1: Sorry. 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 It just really threw me off because I love those shorts. And yeah, I mean, okay. So I still have them. I
0: wear them. Um, I'm going to wear them on Saturday to run in like, you know, stuff like that. But anyways, this kid walks in, he has the shorts on and I'm like, dude, you got some balls wearing those like out in public. Like you just, you seem like you're out and about right now. Like you're just wearing silkies. I I wouldn't, love that. And, and he, um, he, he ends up being a, um, Intel dude. He's still in the Marine Corps. He's been in for five years and he was just picking up some extra stuff. His last like bit of stuff he needed before he went and ran this hellbender ultra race. And I was like, yo, hold up. (laughs) Isn't that race like a hundred miles and you're, you're peaking like six different peaks throughout the Pisgah national forest and stuff. He was like, Yeah, it's that one. And I was like, Have you done this before? And he was like, Yeah, I've done um, I think he said three or four up to this point. And uh I only made it 70 miles though for all of those. I didn't make it further than 70. And I was like, Oh, only
1: 70. Yeah, just a
0: cool <laughs> seventy. And uh I'm like, why do you why like why do you do this? And he was like, you know, I talked to him for about fifteen to twenty minutes and I was like, he was just like, it's just something I got into and it just I just enjoy it. So I train for races and then I go and do them. And dude, dude, dude is jacked. I'll have him on the podcast. Super, super cool dude. But like, I couldn't even imagine or fathom in my time in the Marine Corps wanting to do something like that because of how often I was forced to do it. Does he have kids? He's got a different, no kids, different life, you know, as a Marine those intel guys and all that they have a whole different life they go by first name basis and they get to work out on their own and you know it's like stuff like that so i guess i guess i understand that part of it but it's like what a crazy thing to get into and being and he also said he was the youngest to finish the race the average age, age was 45 crazy just nuts nuts um but i'm having um the next the next guest that i have on um he's 61 and he's still performing at a pretty high level that's sweet and uh and we'll we'll introduce him uh at the end for the homie of the week segment here
1: yeah i'm curious i'm pretty yeah that's sweet every time i see uh at the gym a man or a woman that's um in pretty good shape in their older age i just want to know like I wish it was socially acceptable to walk up to him and be like, Hey, what was your training regimen your whole life? Cause I'm just curious. Right, right, right. Um. Yeah.
0: I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to talking to him about like his, his longevity and, and things like that involving his life and his fitness re- regimen and, and, uh, and all that type of stuff like surrounding that. Cause dude, to be, to be, and to be in that like mindset for that long at, in martial arts and in everything involving, um, his job and his profession is just it's just absolutely insane to yeah. think about. Um, I'm fact checking myself. Nice. Right now,
1: actually. Well, 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 I'll <laughs> talk while you fact check. Uh, I'm also, I don't have the desire anymore. I think because I have kids and I feel too guilty doing it. But, like, uh, and, again, 100-mile run is completely different than a 100-mile bike ride. Um, but, I mean, I used to, like, in my head I convinced myself I liked doing it. But I would do, like, I've done century rides 100 miles by myself just on a whim. Like, I would just, I mean, I may mean, maybe did it, like, five times. Uh, and then I did a few century ride races. Um, but, like, just going out on my own, I would ride my bike for, like, six and a half hours. I mean, now I could never do that because I'd feel like, biggest piece of shit leaving my family hey shay take care of these kids while i just mindlessly pedal for six and a half hours um but yeah what's crazy is there's parents out there moms and dads that are still competing and doing that um yeah i know like there's these moms and dads that will like do their training with their kid in a bike trailer or push their kid in a jogging stroller so then on race day it's like easier because they don't have that weight. So they're, they're not abandoning their kid for six hours. Um, but also props to those kids for not losing their minds. Um, like Henry's cool in the bike trailer for an hour or so. Um, most times, yeah, he's just falling asleep if I even go for longer than an hour ride. Um, but yeah, Yeah. did you get your, your facts checked?
0: Yeah, I did. I did. Um, how does Henry do, in, I was thinking about that yesterday, actually. Like, how am I gonna ride? Even even if it's just on the Super Seventy Three. Shout out Super Seventy Three.
1: Yes, they are a sponsor for this. Dude, party. I need one Super Seventy Three. I need one Miami. I need that Miami. Miami, Miami boy, <laughs> Miami. <laughs> I need it though, for real. Um. <laughs> um. Does he not like bounce around in there? Like, <laughs> oh, like for sure. Wedding? But I think like. The instructions say, uh, not the instructions, like the manual. I think it said like, uh and again, I don't know what studies they did, but I thought they said hold off on using like a jogger to actually jog with or using the bike trailer until they're like six months of age. Because yeah, dude, yep. if if I put Arthur in the back, oh my gosh, like, that... I mean, he's got a strong neck, but that boy would be popping all over the place. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think once they hit a certain age. But, I mean, I know my one friend who really likes running, she, i say it was, like, three months she had her kid. And that kid turned out okay. Um, so, yeah, no, they get jostled. But that's why I think he falls asleep sometimes because he just gets jostled. It's like a mama, uh, one of those. Yeah, the mama. The mama. Yeah, the mama. It's like a. It's a natural Mamaru that uses no electricity. Save the planet.
0: We have two of those in um, Finley. Two. Them. Yeah, I don't know why we have two. You can see them behind me.
1: Why do you have two? Oh, they're ba- they're both rabies. Right Did me. you get them on sale? Um, people just uh, gave us two for post- free. Throw them keep- up on marketplace, give me the money, and then I can maybe get a Super Seventy Three one day. I'm actually. I should do that right now. Actually, yeah, do it during the podcast.
0: <laughs> post it right now during yeah. the podcast. Mark, <laughs> post it. <laughs> it's like when I when I uh, when I listen to Joe, um, and he's talking to what's when I
1: listen to name? Joe. Like you and Joe oh, are just
0: yeah, best Joe, friends. I when I when I
1: listen to him, um, what's his guy's name? Is it? Is it? Uh, I don't know, I, I don't feel like his name right the I don't listen all the time, but when I do, I feel like he just addresses the like, hey, can you pull that up? I, I never hear a name. But when he does it, I always think
0: in my head, like, this guy's just like his minion. What a sweet <laughs> He's just
1: just yelling at him. Hey, look that shit what up a right sweet now. Sweet job. Cause then you just like <laughs> I'm sure Joe has like I think he said he's got like a gym there and stuff, like mm-hmm. like and I'm sure he's just got like really good coffee and stuff. Uh, I that would be a sweet job if that guy quits, Joe. I would love to do it. Thank you. Holl- holler yeah. at me, <laughs> Super 73, Joe Rogan. Holler, holler at, at me.
0: me. Um, I'm working on becoming a uh, a legit ambassador for Super 73,
1: though. I hope that I can yeah, you got your Instagram page. That. They should, yeah. They should give you at least three free ones, and since you both already have one, that means I get one.
0: I've sent their marketing department like way too many emails. Like, hey, seriously, when am I going to be an ambassador for you guys? And they're like, oh, we'll get back to you. We're working on a program for
1: that. I'm like, okay, yeah, I hold on, just hold on. I'll send you another <laughs> email in a week. Yeah, I've uh, I've reached out to Little Caesars a gazillion times when I lived in North Carolina. Uh, at that point in time, I. I was vegan. I was vegan for like eight years, but that was like the beginning of it. And I love hot and readies. So I wrote them a letter. It was a very good letter. Little Caesars, go back in your archives and read it. You owe me money. But uh, I had said like how easily it would be to make a vegan pizza and how, like I did the price points and everything and how they can make money if they just made a vegan hot and ready. Um, and they never wrote me back. And now like, I think if it didn't come out already, it's coming out. They're making a pizza, but with vegan pepperoni, but they're using regular cheese. So I don't understand the point of that. I think it's only getting the vegetarian audience. Whereas if they just went full vegan, then vegetarians and vegans. Again, I should write them another email and tell them how they can save and make more money. But they never write me back. How long were you vegan? Eight years. What made you stop being <laughs> vegan? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, just watching documentaries of animals getting slaughtered. I couldn't do it anymore. And don't ask me why I'm doing it now, because it'll just gross out the viewers of why I... Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. wait. So that th- uh, that was why you became yeah. vegan, right? But what made you stop...
1: Being vegan? Uh... What was it? Yeah, feel free to edit this one out. So my wife was always complaining about the smell and the frequency of my farts. So uh, <laughs> I, being a dietitian, very methodically tried to remain be People were going to be like, that's not true. You you just wanted to eat meat. Again, relax. Go meditate, dude. Trust me. <laughs> I tried. I did it all. People would be like, oh, it's the fiber content. And I'm like, no, it's not the fiber content. I acclimated to a fiber content. It's not the fiber content. Um, I mean, you clearly you clearly know what yeah. you're talking about. This yeah. is your job. But so. either way, so I methodically tried to keep everything. But as soon as I removed uh, one lentil meal and I replaced it with fish, um, for a while there I was only eating fish. I pretty much only do. I don't really – meat kind of grosses me out still. Um people so wait wait wait
0: so wait Speaking of fish i saw a video that that you were in i'm pretty sure it went viral (laughs) if i'm not uh, mistaken but but you laugh but i think it did go viral look it up look up scott look up dad dietitian on instagram and check out this video um he uh, did
1: you really drink that absolutely when i thought uh, i was desperate uh, for viewers i was desperate for followers why do I want those two things? I don't know. I got bored in life, and I thought, "Hey, let's make an Instagram account. Maybe people will listen to me." I don't know. Uh, so far, it's not working out, but um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I blended up fish with a chicken nugget to make a surf and turf, and I drank it, and then I still, I think I that, it only got like 150 views. But dude, why did... to get oh,
0: to get God. views? i'm a, watching that made me cringe yeah. so hard
1: uh, it was i couldn't have tasted good don't tell me well as good. you see i put athlete spices in it so uh but i couldn't tell people what it was because then i wouldn't be the elite athlete other people would become more elite than me and i have to be the best yeah yeah um i am the best athlete no one's better than me at anything um so yeah i made that and it tasted okay but um yeah, I wouldn't do it every day. Oh, but the point was, so I did everything to try to maintain a vegan lifestyle. Uh, but what I've determined was I have a fructan intolerance, which is basically in like wheat. Um, so if I cut down my wheat intake, uh, I can tell statistically my fart frequency goes down. Your viewers are going to love this. Uh, and it's then nice. um, cutting down on like a lentil meal or a soy meal, um, the, the complex carbohydrate chains in those, um, clearly my body was not doing well with. Because as soon as I got rid of them, like if I made protein pancakes and I used pea protein, rice protein, uh, guaranteed it was bad. And then there was like these... Protein chips that are basically just soy. Um, you can buy them at Meyer. I think you have Meyer in North Carolina, right? No, they're in other states. Uh, it's a grocery store, uh, it's a supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> they sell more than groceries. Shout out Meyer. Shout out Meyer.
0: Um, yeah, they got t shirts. They-, they got t shirts and stuff like that too. <laughs>
1: They sell t-shirts and shoes. Um, but either way, they're, uh, It's. I think they switched the name, but they're called like Flex. <laughs> they're called Flex, I think. There's a barbecue flavor. <laughs> oh, we're going off the rails. But either way, the yeah. soy content of those. Um, y- yeah. They, so I figured out my problem and now my fart schedule is much more similar to normal people that's um, all going to get cut out speaking, speaking
0: speaking of that i'm not kidding <laughs> um, speaking of that i mean there is so that kind of that kind of goes on on something that um makes you you um you, you've always been a very uh a very <laughs> i i would say whimsical funny dude and i never will forget the uh three extra oh. video legendary no one else will find it funny, but uh, if no one else if no one else knows there was a time where where Natty Light came out with a, a a twelve pack that involved three extras and talk about a hype video, man. I wish that we need to send that to them because that day we were, oh yeah and and we were lit mainly on the idea that there was three extras in there and for this and list. lit. And lit lit yes and but since so since you're on a uh, you're on a pretty crazy streak right now where you haven't you haven't uh, had a drink in quite 220 a two hundred twenty days two hundred twenty days which is a long time it's a lot of months, months. um how is that how is that affecting you um, in a positive way as far as your overall health, mentally and physically, and and with your family and everything like that.
1: Uh, everything's better. And yeah, the only reason I did it was because not because I punched holes in drywall or headbutted a concrete wall or did anything reckless and dumb. I just would, yeah, I would enjoy myself here and there, and then I would just feel like absolute trash the next day. And it wasn't even like the physical part of it; it was like the mental. It would take me like a week. I'd be like, "Why did I let myself do that?" Why didn't I just enjoy two? Uh, why did I have to drink 15 Natty Lights? Um, and so, yeah, just stopping. I just, I feel 100% every day. Um, and it's awesome. Not that I drink all the time, but just the mere fact of when I did, I wanted I wanted a lot um, and not to yeah. get back to therapy. But I'm sure those times where I was like, let's do it. Three extra. I was just trying to, like, uh, escape some anxiety or something. Because, C- I mean, when you get yeah. blitzed, I mean, you're living free, brother. Uh, yeah, so, obviously, absolutely. that's the reason why a lot of people get banged up. Um, but, no, it's been sweet. Um, but what's crazy is last night, I had a dream, a very vivid dream, that I, uh, I don't know why Corona. I never even drank Coronas, but I got lit on Coronas. And in my dreams, I remember feeling such guilt. I was like, "Why did I break my streak?" Um, and then I woke up, and I was like, "Oh, baby, streaks alive." Um, but yeah, sorry, getting long-winded again. No, I mean,
0: I, I, um, I had two glasses of wine last night. I feel like yeah, morning because I don't, I don't drink nearly as often. It's all about who you surround yourself with as well you surround yourself with i mean it's okay to have friends that that drink a lot and stuff like that that's their that's their lifestyle that's that's up, that's what they do but um it, you know sometimes you have to just uh not separate yourself but just kind of make it to where you don't hang around them as much because I, I'm, I'm i think you're kind of the same way where you're easily influenced uh by people that you hang out with and I fall victim to that all the time. So, I mean, to be honest, it's not really an option right now either with Finley and having to, you know, it's not like I'm going to go hang with people all the time right now. So in that sense, it's kind of helpful. But I imagine that you being, you know, also having a second child and things like that, it kind of snaps you into a, a, a realization where it's like, there's much more important stuff in life.
1: Than yeah. Yeah. Dumb. And I, I tried to figure it out the other day in therapy. Uh, again, I wasn't an alcoholic, nothing against being an alcoholic. Uh, that would be a very difficult struggle because it's a difficult thing to even stop when you're just recreationally using it. Um, but I just, the question one of them asked was like, what, uh, like what benefit does it provide you? Well, how does it serve you? And I was like, man, I got nothing. It's just a way to overly relax. And I'm like, but why do I need that? So there was no way that it was serving me in no way, shape, or form was it making me a better person. I wasn't better at anything. But what if you were, what
0: if you were in a social setting and that was the way that you could hang out with people and, and stuff like that? Do you think that that would be, is that still not even a benefit? No, because, because you're, you're, um, because you're, I guess, because you're at the, you're at the, the helm, like, you're just there because, oh, everyone else is there and drinking, so in order to socialize with them, I need to go, but that doesn't mean
1: you have to Right, drink. yeah, that's a weird thing, so I have anxiety, uh, and I'm not just saying, like, I get anxious now, and then, like, I have a diagnosis, uh, but, um, I can manage it, um, but social anxiety was never, the anxiety that I had. I've always been able to just talk to people at places probably because I have so much anxiety. It makes me talk (laughs) to fill the gap because my anxiety doesn't like the silence. So then I'll talk. Um, As you can see from this podcast where I don't answer anything briefly, um, which is annoying, but also that's the whole point. That's the whole. Yeah, that's what I assumed. So I'm just letting it rip, letting it fly um but yeah anxiety no so in that setting that's where it's kind of like depressing like to think about like if people drink just so that they can socialize that's terrible like maybe that person has social anxiety and they should go get therapy and then they won't need to booze and then if you don't booze you don't lose that means you win and i'm not saying and i'm not saying everyone should stop drinking I'm just saying it's been, like, in society, it's been, like, normalized. Like, there's this, uh, uh, I don't even know what to call it, but, like, the thought of if you come home from a hard day of work and you drink a glass of wine, people think it's totally normal, totally chill. If you come home from a hard day of work and you eat, like, two slices of pizza or you eat a a ton of ice cream, like, people are like, oh, you have no self-control. You're a monster. You are going to get fat, you fatty. And people are just horrible. But like, why is drinking booze, which has pretty much no nutritional value, totally cool. Um, and on my sweet Instagram page, I posted something about boozing. And like, there's studies that'll show like, the polyphenols in it are healthy, this and that. It can help lower uh, cholesterol, improves your cholesterol profile. But then like, you look at recommendations and none of them say you should start drinking if you don't drink now. So there truly is no true benefit. Otherwise the recommendation would be to booze. You have, they would be to booze. So it's, they basically right, right. all the drinkers are just using these studies to like um, condone their drinking. Um, and it's funny because so- some of the well, people will be, be like binge drinkers and like there's a ton of studies on how bad binge drinking is. The studies on good drinking is like one drink for a woman, two for a man, and I mean like the yeah. circle I roll in. When people drink, they often don't drink just one or two. I mean, some occasions, sure, everyone's doing that, especially as we've aged. But like, yeah, people are going. I mean, there's a new, there's a
0: new. I don't know if you you listened yet or saw it. I I saw just a brief uh, excerpt of it on Instagram from, um, from Andrew Huberman. And, and that new one is about alcohol and what it does to your body, brain and your health. And, um, from what I saw, he was describing like the genetic differences that predispose certain people to alcoholism and binge drinking and habit drinking. And I know that I've been a victim of habit drinking and binge drinking before in my life and probably alcoholism in a, in a certain sense. And then, and then how it like, literally very simply acts as a poison in your body and leads to like cellular stress and damage and, and also how consumption can impact inflammation and stress and the biology of hangovers and all this craziness, dude, that like is, I think it's, I'm sure that any type of alcohol business is like, why is this shit coming out like this scientifically now? Like to that extent where it's becoming mainstream in a sense, and all of these non-alcoholic options are becoming possible and breweries are kind of pissed about that, you know, and and things that, you know, because like, dude, when I was working in the brewing industry, not two years, three years ago, when I lived in Asheville and it was still like, I feel like it's fading out a little bit, but it's still so popular. And it's just popular to be in the habit of going to a certain brewery and trying their beer. Like, and then having five of them or six of them, you know, or, or whatever. And it's just, it's, it's crazy that something like that is more popular than getting outside and going on a certain hike or. Yeah. Or going you know, to get a glass of kombucha or something or just fucking yeah. anything else. It, it's wild. And it makes me like, it's insane. It's crazy. And, and to have a, to have a binge drinking mindset where, where, where you have to drink I mean, I, I fall victim to it very, very randomly here and there still where I will uh, – it just depends on who I'm hanging out with. Honestly, it really does. And it's all on that, which I've noticed and I know mentally. Like, if I'm hanging out with this person or whatever, I'm probably going to have a couple Yeah, peers. but But literally because I'm hanging out with that person. Yeah. And,
1: and it's insane to think like yeah, that. Yeah, that's how I used to think the... in my two people – were you and my buddy Adam? Uh, I thought if I'm gonna hang out with these dudes, uh, the way that we're gonna maximize fun is we're gonna get banged up like the good old days and just smash beers and blast. Uh, shout out Hugh Jackman. Um, for now on, uh, greatest show, man. yeah, greatest show, from now on, though. <laughs> that track is hot, yeah, fire. Uh, but yeah, and then. It's, it's just, it's absurd. It, the weird part of me for a long time was like, when I wasn't drinking and then you, you were still doing a little bit, I was like, man, I don't want to let him down. Like, I'll just drink so that it's, so it's usually I was the bad influence. It, it no one else could like get me to drink. If I didn't want to drink, I wasn't going to drink. Um, but then like, if I saw my buddy, I'd be like, Hey, you want a day drink? The second I see him, I'm like, I haven't seen you in four months. Let's day drink. And then we'd go get banged up. Um, so it was my fault. Um, mm-hmm. So me too. Yeah, trying to trying to be. A yeah. Partner. So now I'm at peace with not doing any of that. And uh, yeah, it's a lot easier later in life. It would have been tough like ten years ago. I mean, I'm 35. Yeah. Oh, ab- yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I wish though, because I always think like I think I would have retained. I did well in school, um, but like retention, I feel like I would have retained more knowledge. Had I because in my master's I wasn't drinking like at all like in undergrad and like I did every single reading assignment and I did everything in my power to learn 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 but in like undergrad I was like aiming for a good grade and less on like learning and then to party (laughs) which was so yeah so dumb I think
0: that I think that I'm the same way. Like if I could have retained a lot more information during my bachelor's degree, if I wasn't like in this mindset, like, "Oh, I didn't get these years. I was deploying to Iraq and Afghanistan and stuff. I'm going to just do whatever I want for. I can't even imagine as long for as long as I can, I'm going to just do whatever. And then guess what? It'll oh, he's yeah. up with you, and I'm and I'm proof of that.
1: But because it had it. it but it. that mindset, I'm sure a lot of people have that were military. Because it's like now it's my time. Because you didn't get to go to undergrad when everyone else was going to undergrad, right? Also, my choice at the time,
0: of course. But
1: yeah, no. but it um um so that makes you a veteran. <laughs>
0: yeah but it was my choice and and it also is a choice to make those decisions involving drinking as well that um but but like you said either way the, the thing is that i think it's important that you that you learn from that and figure out the best way to enjoy your life now and and be a good for me be a good father now be a good partner to laura and and know that even if I'm not like like I like I mentioned earlier, um, I'm not consistent in the gym or something like that. Mentally, I'm working on something. Oh, for I mean, sure. Because I talk about I talk about you know getting better every day and things like that all the time with the podcast and, and involving and and that is truly something that I I think of on a daily basis. What did I do today that made me better? I swear to God, even if it is something that involves being more calm in a certain situation when Finley is freaking out and screaming in my ear, that is a check in that box for me. I did this and I was better with this. I know that I was a little bit more calm and I handled that situation better than I did yesterday, literally. I'm okay with that. And that is something that I want others to think about as well. Like It doesn't have to be, ooh, I PR'd on bench, blah, 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 or I am... You know, I don't know. I I've I burned nine hundred and fifty calories in my workout today instead of four hundred. Like, oh, I'm better than yesterday. You know, and of course that comes off that way. But the simple wins and the little stuff like that is what is also becoming more and more important to me personally. I'm sure that you can achieve oh, for sure. That as well. Having
1: a second kid is so much easier. Uh, for that exact thing, I remember just like looking at Henry yeah. and being like, I just wanted to scream because he was screaming, in uh, like that internal like anxiety and like ah and then on second kid he's just like he'll he'll be freaking out in my face i'm like oh home is just super tired poor 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 buddy let's let's get you to sleep okay bud and uh and so it's like oh patience is better and yeah my patience is still not great so i'm still working on that uh but yeah i know exactly what you mean and shout out athletic brewing company they make the best non-alcoholic beer I actually just submitted to um, that, a
0: an ad for them for f- to see if they. I'm I'll get, get you the, the job. I know a bunch of people
1: over there. Sick, sick. <laughs> Sounds great. Where are they? Do you know where they're based? Uh, I should know that because I'm very close with them, but I don't remember. Well, what are your thoughts on what are your okay? I, I'm interested in knowing what your
0: thoughts are on non-alcoholic. Beer, Because you tell somebody that you're drinking a non-alcoholic beer or you are drinking one in front of someone and they go, oh, you weren't kidding. You're actually drinking non-alcoholic beer all the time. Um, but then they say, why, why don't you just drink a real beer? Because you're still spending money on it. You're still fueling whatever, you know, um, you know, as far as money, money is concerned for that company. Um, you're still drinking something that isn't necessarily good for you. Um, you know, it still has calories. It still, you know, is empty calories. Blah 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 blah. When it comes down to wanting to drink, and you go and grab a non-alcoholic beer, what is your like? Wh- where are you at mindset?
1: What? I mean, I think everyone's gonna be different. You're gonna have like someone who maybe was like a hardcore alcoholic, and all they ever had was Oduls. So it's just like. That's, like, their only way to have, like, that oral fixation of having that what tastes like beer still. Whereas me, like, I bought O'Doul's. No disrespect O'Doul's, but I I didn't like it. I don't like that style of beer. So, like, it comes down to, like, a flavor thing, like the Golden Ale from Athletic Brewing or, like, the Run Wild IPA. Like, they taste good. Um, sure, like, 13-year-old me would have been like, these taste like crap, but after years of drinking, like like coffee the first time i'm sure you drank a coffee you didn't love it now i just i love it i love coffee uh so i drink it because a i like the taste um to an extent um like yeah would i rather have a coca-cola sure but then again think of this i've been drinking casually for years uh to an extent i like the taste of beer so that's why i drink it and then also it helps scratch the itch. Uh, when the summer it's summertime you're on a boat that was the time of your life where you just get banged up uh you drink a non-alcoholic and you're like you're like oh yeah i don't need the real booze and then like anyone who says non-alcoholic beer is unhealthy that's just absurd there's nothing unhealthy about it um but yeah i struggled with that too um why would i pay the same amount for a six pack of non-alcoholic as a six pack of alcoholic and then it's funny cause I read something, one of the guys from athletic brewing said in an interview, he said something like, if anything, we should charge more because we have brew real beer and then we have to do another step and remove the alcohol. So they're actually right. doing more work. So yeah, technically it should cost more cause it's, it's taking more work. Um, but yeah, like you said earlier, it like, why can't we just go out on a hike and that be the thing? Like the other day, my wife, uh, there was this new kombucha bar in our town rockford michigan baby shout out Bucci bar uh so Bucci bar it's Sounds really cool in there uh it's like a legit bar you would go in there sit with your friends and you could drink like kombucha it'd be great um and, and then i looked at like what we paid for a kombucha and i was like this is crazy and then my wife's like no it's not think about like all those times we went to the brewery and what you would pay on a beer but this should this is no different and i'm like dang that's facts. It really isn't when, when you think about it like that, it's really
0: yeah. not that different. It's like, and and I love kombucha. People are like, oh, it tastes terrible, or what is what what is kombucha? Um, but uh, for me, I enjoy. Uh, I think for me, it's having something yeah. to drink, man, and it's I like, think- and honestly, I've been I've been replacing a lot lately. I'd rather drink a coffee at six p.m. than then drink a beer oh yeah you could like i like i don't i i've i found myself using trying to use coffee as my uh it's it's i guess a stimulant. oh yeah you know caffeine baby and and there and and just recently i learned and i sure i'm sure it's been out for a while but i just recently learned that coffee is you know people are always like coffee dehydrates you it's bad for you blah blah blah, blah. and it's but yeah it's that's not. absurd
1: uh yeah I mean, once you start exceeding like six milligrams per kilogram, then it can affect your hydration. So that's basically like four or five cups. Um, yeah, that's a lot of coffee. So you gotta be like aggressively drinking for it to really impact your hydration. Um, but yeah, your, your coffee counts towards your hydration needs. So you're getting ripped on caffeine and you're getting fluids and there's a ton of science out there showing, uh, potential benefits from caffeine and caffeine. Yeah. I mean, it's you're... great. It's, I mean, in the sports world, I mean, it's proven that it, uh, decreases perceptions of like fatigue and like exertion pain. So like you can go extra longer. Um, so a lot of people like just don't drink caffeine and then for their sports events, they, they do, they do caffeine and they're the ones that reap the benefits. Cause I yeah. Know that. So national Institute cool. of health, if you just Google National Institute of Health, like uh, sports nutrition supplements, there's like this super easy to read chart. It basically points out like theoretical benefits of certain supplements, and then it'll point out like which ones actually have like proven benefit. So, like beetroot extract, it's a vasodilator, like 300 milligrams, I think is the dose that most of the studies use. And that helps with vasodilation, helps with, uh, sports performance i mean caffeine again for what we just talked about improves sports performance um so yeah at any point of the day when i drink caffeine or coffee i just think dude i'm such an athlete um and then like creatine sure they'll say there's like no long long long-term studies like a 20-year study or whatnot but like all the evidence out there right now is showing that it's it's safe um but again if you're not doing creatine you don't need to pick it up but it's for like those people that want to improve their performance um but yeah sure in 30 years they could find something wrong with it but you can't sue me because i didn't i didn't make creatine
0: i've been back on the creatine kick and i i I am i am seeing some differences in, um in both strength and like just the way i look in general but
1: i mean it's just help i can't say that it I can't say that it's like a insane sure. difference. Like, Oh man. Yeah. I'm getting ripped and up. some people are responders. Some people are non-responders. So you could take, you could take it in the prescribed dose, which is usually like five grams um, a day and you can have great results. And some people might not notice anything, um, but all creatine is, is just like three amino acids. Um, and it's just allowing you to do that much more. Um, it's just mm-hmm. ATP. It's energy replenishment so i mean it's not like it's it's not steroids or anything do anything crazy um oh and back to uh, actors and people looking absolutely amazing you never know are they taking testosterone replacement are they taking trend are they taking some sort of uh you know i have no idea what they're taking uh not to discount anyone's hard work because even if you do those drugs right you still have to put in it like if i took steroids I'm not gonna look like a lot of these I wouldn't look like any of these dudes like these dudes are their mindsets are like they're all in
0: what are your thoughts on on trt at the at the age that you're at now and 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 just maybe I'm not assuming but uh if you were to say that you weren't
1: gonna have any more kids um, I, I would be curious that? I had my testosterone checked I don't know how many years ago. And it was totally normal, fine. Um, oh, let me let me say real quick. I'm asking
0: this because I just had oh an yeah, We're, and all my and all my blood work. Reboot. What what? So, was your
1: uh, testosterone? Mark, look it up. Mark, <laughs> you remember? What was it? It was within normal limits, right? Yeah. Yes. It so was. yeah, that's what's funny. Everyone's like, oh man, it's got to be my testosterone. I got to take some testosterone boosters. Uh, and it's like dude go get the lab work it's not that expensive um right. and then check it um but i, I so i would so what curious. are your
0: so like i said what are your thoughts on it on it though like like what are your thoughts on on performance and and as in the field that you're in i know that you
1: you know more about it than me so that's why i'm interested in, in what i you don't think. know that much all i know is yes it would definitely has potential to help you um but and it's not like so like if you talk to a medical professional professional like your np your pa or your md they're going to tell you that like there's side effects potentially of taking it so obviously you go talk to a medical professional i don't know enough about it to say one way or another i would be i would need to look into it more but i would be a little nervous because part of me is like obviously our testosterone levels can decline as we age. I feel like there's a reason for that. Uh, but then it's like, why not take advantage of something that's available? Uh, I would be curious to see how it would, maybe I could get super jacked and shredded, but then again, why do I want to get jacked and shredded? There's no reason for it. It's not going to help me be a better dad. Uh, except that looks right. super cool on the beach and everyone. Yeah. Focus. Sorry. Getting off on our, the, f- the, f- no, the focus, the focus, the focus changes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. At this point, I don't uh, think I would take it just because, but again, I don't know what those potential side effects are. So, so I was, I was told that I always thought that free test was very important. Like your, your free test. Option. Yeah. That's the thing. When you get your test checked, you're not just getting like one lab. It's like a little panel.
0: Right, right. But, but I was recently told that the total, the total testosterone level is the most important and that that is within normal range. That's how mine was, yeah. So what is like, why do we even get free tests as a, as a, as a,
1: um, you know, a read on
0: your, on your labs and everything like that?
1: I, yeah, I don't know. I used to have a lab book next to my computer so I could look all this up because, Back to not being able to retain every single fact. Um, And I used to think that was something wrong with me. I was like, every professional has all of this memorized. But then as you start to talk to other people in your professions, like even your doctors, everyone thinks your doctor knows everything. Uh, And it's like physically impossible. Yes, doctors know a lot. Uh, And some doctors might know everything. But I remember like when we were at a pediatrician's office and they told me something. I was like, that doesn't sound right. And I respectfully was like, where did that come from? Because the CDC says this uh, everywhere else have checks says this. And then they actually had like their textbook and they went and like scanned it for me. And it literally was saying what I was saying, uh, not what he was saying. And so you can't just totally rely on people. Uh, And again, I still to this day don't understand why he he like scanned it and gave it to me as if what he had been saying was correct when the number he was saying wasn't even what was in the textbook that he just printed for me. So like that level of, uh, what's the word, um, where you just think you're, you're all that in a bag of chips. Uh, he was like so confident. He was blindly confident, totally wrong. Um, he didn't even read the thing he printed for me. Um, but either way. So yeah, part of me is like, are the medical professionals even, like, yeah, I'm curious to know more. Yeah. We need Mark to fact check and tell us everything about testosterone right now. But like.
0: free yeah. Apparently free test is most useful when it's, um, when it's coming down to like health issues, like, like it's, it's an active form of testosterone. So like if, if we're looking to diagnose something like a certain medical condition involving whatever you can think of, that's what free test is. I mean, my total, I was looking it up cause Mark's <laughs> not dear, Um, I was looking it up. My total was five seventy eight, which is
1: not. Bad. I forget what's but the upper. What's similar. the upper? The re- the range is two fifty to eleven. Right. Okay. So, so yeah. Five. So you're in the middle. So you definitely 80. need to replace your testosterone.
0: <laughs> I um, a dude, I, I just don't. I see dudes out there that are are on it, and of course they look insane. But it's like, you know, where do, where, is, where do you draw the line? Yeah. Like, you know that there's probably a lot of guys out there in the public eye that you see that are, that are probably sure. on it. Sure. Yeah, definitely. And and you can even get it. I just saw something. I just saw an ad yesterday. You can get it now, just like you can order things through like Roman or whatever, like men's health supplements. You can get it now that way by just doing a quick thing online with a doctor. And Sweet. up. I'm gonna go get some. I just don't know. I don't I, I, I'd, li- I'd like I'd yeah. like to bet I don't wanna you don't wanna overload your
1: body either. Yeah. I, I mean like creatine. It's far different than that. So like completely different. And like uh so when they look at like vegans and their level of like so there's creatine in like meat products. So like if you're an omnivore eating meat, like you consume I think it's like the general average of creatine you consume in a diet is like a thousand to two thousand milligrams, so one to two grams. And we were just talking about the dosing is five grams a day, um, for the sports benefits. So like, what you can get through your diet is super close. Um, uh, testosterone is just something completely different. But um, are you um, are you uh,
0: like still, like are you still like interested in, in things involving like, I know a lot of biohacking stuff is something that you're into as well. Um, are you still doing like, are you still legit cold plunging every no. single morning?
1: <laughs> I stopped. Cause I, I noticed that I started to like dread it. And for a while there I was in, I was enjoying oh, it. And then, uh, it's funny cause the weather is nicer now. So it was easier to get in, uh, like, when I was first doing it, it, there was like, I was using snow from the yard to ice it down and get it down to 33. Um, And then just over time I was like dreading it. I was like, Oh, I didn't do it today. So it's probably my obsessive. So yeah, body dysmorphic disorder falls underneath uh, OCD. Um, So I don't have OCD, but I have OCD like tendencies, obviously, because I have a condition that falls under OCD. Um, That's just from the diagnostic criteria. Uh, So Yeah, so I had to be mindful of that because I could have just kept forcing myself to do it. Because, like, again, when I missed a day, like the day my son was born, I didn't cold plunge, and the next day I was like, "You piece of trash, you lost your streak." So then cold plunging became like this. uh, It no doubt the mental like clarity that I feel after doing it, it it felt great. But then, but then like I started dreading it, so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna take a break." I still have my setup um so i might get back into it but i just it was weird it was like one of those things where i was like so obsessed with it um but and then the other annoying thing was is like my muscle soreness was not improving at all so that was that was frustrating see i need See, i need trt maybe oh hey before we forget i want to come back to this but we were talking about veteran earlier um i know you don't like talking about it um Cause yeah, we, we were watching a show where like this girlfriend was like bragging about how her uh, boyfriend was a veteran and like, just throwing it out there, like throw it in, like give me a discount. He's a veteran. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way. He's yeah. A veteran. And I know you don't do that. You don't like to do that, but, um, I, I just want to bring attention to that because us non veterans, like, yeah, you probably get annoyed. Like I've i don't do it anymore like anytime i meet a veteran i don't just i thank you for your service uh but it's a given thank you for your service because i was i'd be way too scared to do it um so you need to give yourself credit for doing that um because yeah what majority of people are voluntarily signing up to potentially die it it, so so i just want to say even though you don't broadcast it uh Technically you could, uh, but I get, yeah, I get, I but yeah, there's a neighbor down the street. He's got like signs, like five different signs that, and like on his car and everything that's like saying, Hey, I'm a veteran. And so I can't knock it. Cause again, that dude risked his life. But um, yeah, you're like my neighbor, rich, rich. He is like a war hero and yes. you would never know about it. But a neighbor had told me there's a website where like his story is told. And like the man took a bullet off the helmet. Like, this man is a legend. And he and he Yeah. He, he never shares it with anyone. Uh but yeah, so you're a legend, brother. Yeah. Thanks, man. So thanks. I um yeah, I I,
0: I have to admit though, recently I did replace my little garden flag that's up by yeah. the mailbox that had a Michigan Go Blue on there with a united states Marine Dude,
1: absolutely and like when you like when you wear silkies you're legit when i wear silkies
0: it's just not the same yeah i plan on it's kind of going to be well memorial day is is coming up um so i planned on wearing an old uh you know an old od green pt shirt with with my silkies and i was going to wear boots but i actually got some new shoes that i'm going to run and run that 5k in just to Rock that look! Heck yeah, brother! You know. but yeah. I mean, maybe it'll make my. Maybe it'll make my. Um, maybe it'll make my, make my time a little bit, a little bit faster. Yeah. Probably. I mean, think
1: about like, yeah, you did something that, again, people are like terrified and would never do, and then you got people that just like do an Iron Man and then they get a huge Iron Man tattooed on their calf. Like, like it's funny how like, yeah, some people will look at or like all these people bragging them. Oh, this is a topic my buddy and I talk about all the time. If you, like, post your lifting stats on, like, a social media, people are like, that guy's a douchebag meathead. That guy's a loser. But then you have, like, Jim, who just ran a 5K. Ran it in 27 minutes and 32 seconds. My pace was this. Oh, it was great. Everyone's like, yeah, good job, dude. It's, like, weird, like, these cardio accomplishments are something to brag about. But, yeah, uh, basically my point is, people are bragging about insignificant dumb things all the time. And, uh, you were sleeping next to shells coming down at you. So if you do ever use your veteran status to get a discount or you want to just say out loud, Oh yeah, I'm a veteran. You shouldn't feel like you can't because dude. Yeah. I get weird about yeah, it. I, really, I I would be too. For some, for some reason, I,
0: it's like the only thing that I get weird about. And I don't know why. Like when someone says we were at the dentist yesterday to, for, for Finley's stuff. And the lady said, oh, um, I said something about, yeah, we're going to try and see if this is covered under champ VA. And she was like, what is, it? I was like, "Yeah, it's the newer medical stuff, you know, through the VA that they provide for dependents. And she was like, oh, okay. Oh, you were, you were in the military. And I, and I was like, yeah, uh, you know, Marine Corps. She, you know, and I always say it like that. I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know, eight. And I was like, she said, how long? I was like, yeah, eight years. Um, She's like, oh, well, you know, thank you for your service. And I was, and I, I'm like. Yeah, uh, like th- thanks. Like usually, my response to that now, instead of saying like, how douchey does it sound to say, yeah, you're welcome, but it's not. I usually just say, I usually just say thank you for saying yeah, that. I there you go. It. But I find it took me this long to find that uh, generic response to every time somebody
1: well, says it. Uh, not again. I wanted to talk about you, but like uh, for all the listeners out there, here's a helpful hint. Uh, in therapy, uh, I could never accept a compliment. So if someone said, hey, you look good. Right. I'd be like, oh, I feel fat. And like, I couldn't just like, yeah, accept it. And then like, once I started yeah. just yeah. accepting a compliment, I'm still terrible at it. Like, I'm really bad. I'm that yeah. annoying person. Oh, hey, nice jacket. Oh, hey, this jacket, I didn't pay full price. I got it clearance. like, why? These people don't care. They probably don't even like my jacket. They just don't know what else to say. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bless you, brother.
0: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I know that you're trying to just also like, I know that you're trying to enjoy your life as much as possible and provide for your family and things like that. Um, And I know that you don't have a whole lot of time on your hands. So I appreciate you being on the podcast and for the conversation and for some of the helpful uh, tips and for mainly the idea to get a personal assistant that can look up <laughs> stuff for me. Laura. Laura. Uh,
1: yeah. We'll just have yeah. her do it. It's not, it's not like Finn's <laughs> taking up her attention.
0: Well, once, once he's old enough, uh, you know, then we'll just, then we'll have him do it. Yeah. Hey buddy, <laughs> I will need your help with this. And you know, dad's dad's going to, I'm not going to have to work anymore. So, um, you know, just help me with this instead. That's the goal. I hope, I hope that happens. That'll be Anyways. lit. Um, but I want I want to kind of shift directions here and get into our, uh, our, uh, our segment towards the end here. But before I do that, I forgot to ask you the most important question of all for the Tank Top Friday podcast. And I need to know what Tank Top Friday means to you, Scott.
1: That's a loaded question, brother. Uh, so I joke uh, when I told you like I've been wearing tank tops my whole life my T top. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's funny. Someone with body dysmorphic disorder, usually you're covering up your body, uh, with a tank top, you're letting it all out there, brother. Um, I just, so tank top Friday to me, and I'm, it's going to be hard to say without sounding super cheesy and cliche. Uh, so what I aspire to be in life is to just enjoy life and be kind to others. Um, obviously that's tough with mental health problems and daily stress so tank top friday to me is just uh a tank top is you're letting your arms free you're letting the sleeve monster come and attack and take those sleeves so tank top friday is just living your life the best way you can and that sounds super cliche and everyone's gonna make fun of me and laugh Simple. but like yeah i've made life way harder on myself at times um but yeah for all you listening put on a t-top and life gets better. Laura hates when I wear certain tank tops. Though. I mean, what does it say on it?
0: We're talking the type that are too tight. So you're wearing a medium, but you wait—is Laura body shaming? Laura, <laughs> Peppa, no. So no, I no, I I agree though. T- tank tops that are too tight. I like a loose and tank tops. And a fake, when you say you're wearing a tank top, but really it oh. is a put-off shirt, and the in the
1: arm goes all the way Oh, down don't to get the me waist started waist. on those. It's they a sleeveless, down. and that's just like a weird, like, 2006 sleeveless shirt. Like, mm-hmm. dude, oh, nobody yeah. wears those anymore. No, but I'm not really shaming waist. those people. Like, do you do it <laughs> you? But if that's your version, if
0: that's your version of a tank top still, then I want you to wear it if anything, every Friday. And that is, and the point of that is to, even if you had to work all day, get home, throw on your tank top or better yet, just walk around for the rest of the day, shirtless and just let it out there and be free. That's, you know, that's literally all that do what makes you comfortable. Yes, exactly. Exactly. All right. So very thankful to have had you on as well. I, I like that the vibe of this episode was a little bit more conversational. Um, you know, I think that episode it kind of reminded me a little bit of episode one of the podcast where it was a little bit more of a conversation. Um, and and not that any of them are scripted, but I like to I like to have it to where people can listen to a conversation that's interesting and hopefully sparks some um some motivation and and gives some point of views on some real stuff that everybody deals with every day so
1: i don't want to listen to myself talk Uh, but hopefully someone gets something from it but that's my hope yeah that's my whole point because a lot of people don't talk about mental health a lot of people don't talk about uh, body image issues so yeah hopefully it helps someone and uh yeah we'll get to we'll get to at least six million by la next week I think we'll, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there within a week for sure.
0: (laughs) Well, thanks for being on dude. Um, looking forward to having you on again at some point in the future, once we get to like episode 1000 or something like that. And, um, and I think that the, the conversation then will be just as, just as good, if not better, um, when that day comes. So again, I appreciate you. Thanks for being here. And, um, To all those listening, we will see you next Friday on the Tank Top Friday podcast. And until then, make sure that you're striving to be a little bit better than you were yesterday.